This is the Cent Sensei podcast, where we help you make sense of investments and financial markets, where we help you make sensible financial choices. I am your host, Ndwati Karanja. You have probably come across a social media joke that goes something like this. The first statement is uh, what you are afraid of is going to happen to you. And people respond by saying they are afraid of a million shillings or a billion dollars. Sometimes we bring this kind of thinking when it comes to insurance. I have actually come across people who believe that by getting medical insurance or life insurance, they're sort of jinxing themselves. The thing that they are afraid of, the thing that they are trying to protect themselves from happening is likely to happen to them. However, before you get into serious investment and uh, you have dependents, it is important for you to get life insurance to make sure that the goals that you and your family and the people who depend on you have are going to be achieved even though something happens to you. And in this episode, we're going to talk about life insurance, how to go about deciding how much life insurance is good for you. Typically, sales agents use a rule of thumb when they're recommending to you how much life insurance you need to get. However, often rule of thumbs end up with you overkilling and getting too much life insurance or underkilling getting too little life insurance. In this episode, I'm going to take you through some analysis that are going to help you get the right amount of life insurance. The first step of this analysis is understanding the needs of your dependent. If you are to die prematurely, your dependents will have some immediate needs and they'll also have some ongoing needs. Your dependents, we are going to need some cash very quickly in the next few weeks or months after you pass. And this cash is going to meet some expenses such as the funeral expenses and also some other immediate bills that uh, need to be addressed. For example, if you have children, they'll need to keep going to school. If you have a mortgage, it will need to be paid up. And uh, they'll also need to keep up with their rent and other household expenses. Therefore, it is important that uh, when you're getting life insurance, it's going to cover some of these immediate needs that they're going to have. And uh, these funds to meet these immediate needs are going to make sure that their lives are not disrupted, that they can continue as smoothly as possible so that on top of mourning, they do not have to deal with all that uh, financial stress that comes with these immediate needs. And uh, on top of those immediate needs, they're also going to have some ongoing needs for an income that you need to factor in. You need to think about how much they will need to live on every month and also how long they are going to need that amount of money. For example, if you have very young kids, they are probably going to need it until when they have completed school and they are able to earn uh, money on their own. If you have a spouse and, uh, for example, he or she is not working, they might need some income to come in while they are trying to sort themselves out and getting back into the job market. 
these ongoing needs are going to make up a significant part of the life insurance that you're going to need to get. Therefore, the first step is to determine how much they're going to need immediately over the next uh, few weeks or months, and then do a total of that amount, and then figure out how long they need support in terms of an ongoing income and then also do that total to come up with the full amount that you will need to leave for your dependents. But before you know the amount of life insurance, you also need to think about your current resources and this is going to take us to the second step of the analysis. As we get into the second step of the analysis for how much life insurance you need, you need to remember that uh, life insurance is meant to top up other resources that you might already have. For example, do you have some assets that are available, some investments that can be used to offset some of the needs uh, that you have just listed? For example, if you've already started working on an emergency fund, that can be used to deal with some of those immediate expenses if you have investments that uh, you have been accumulating those can also be used for the immediate and ongoing income needs of your dependents then also probably you, your employer might have life insurance uh, available for you then you need to factor that in these resources the emergency fund the investments any other life insurance you need to do a total of all that to determine how much new life insurance you will need to get in addition to that as we said earlier probably if your spouse is not working they might need to go back to work in case something happens to you and so you need to think about whether they are willing to do this whether they are able to get work with the skills that they have if they don't have the right skills to get back to the job market what they would need to help them get started and uh, once you've discussed with your spouse about the possibility of them getting into the job market you would do an estimate of how much they are likely to earn this amount that they are likely to earn will be deducted from the amount of life insurance that you would need to get. If the amount of life insurance you need is quite high after you've done that need analysis for your dependents, spouse going back to work in case you pass away might be necessary. Once you've done an inventory of all these assets that you have done a total, and also figured out whether your spouse is going to go back to work and how much they are going to be making, you can deduct that amount from the needs that you had assessed in the first step. And once you do that, you're going to have a figure for the amount of life insurance that you're going to need to buy. Now that you have an idea of how much life insurance you are going to need, you can take the next step in this analysis and this is deciding the exact type of life insurance you're going to buy. When choosing the type of insurance that you would need, the goal is to get enough life insurance that is going to meet the needs that you have and also avoid financial wastage therefore there are two ways you could go about this first of all you could go the basic life insurance path this is also sometimes called term life insurance and it is going to give you the greatest amount of cover at the least cost it is the one that is going to help you meet those insurance needs that you have determined in the second step without costing 
too much. And the way this kind of basic life insurance works is that you are covered for a specific amount of time and there are no additions, there are no riders and the premiums that you're going to pay are likely to keep changing as time goes by. However, the fact is that this is the cheapest that you can get. It's going to give you the greatest amount of cover. If you are on track with your other financial goals, you could go the second path and this is getting a life insurance with an investment component or a rider. Some of these riders can be disability, critical illness uh, insurance, accidental death, or they can give you the option of returning part of your premiums after a certain amount of time. These are going to cost more than the basic life insurance and they're also going to involve long-term commitment. Therefore, you need to think very carefully whether you can afford the amount of premiums that they are going to require and whether you can make that long-term commitment. When you're thinking about the type of life insurance that you need to get, the thing that you need to keep at the forefront of your mind is how does it fit in your overall financial goals? If you still have some progress that you need to make on your financial goals, then definitely go with the basic life insurance that is going to give you enough cover to meet your needs without costing too much. And uh, that's pretty much it when it comes to deciding what life insurance you need to get and the amount that you need to get. Let me conclude. Life insurance is an important part of your financial plan if you have dependents. Before you get the life insurance, remember that on your death, your dependents are going to have some immediate needs and also they are going to have some ongoing income needs. The amount of life insurance that you're going to get is the gap that is left after you've thought about all the current resources that you have that can cover those needs. And uh, keep in mind that uh, you have other financial objectives. And so get the type of life insurance that is going to give you a sufficient amount of cover while at the same time avoiding financial loss. One out of one people die in this world. And so this is not something that you can ignore, especially if you have dependents. Planning is not jinxing yourself it is you being a prudent financial manager of your life this has been the sense sensei podcast we release new episodes on wednesdays and fridays please subscribe and leave a comment on your favorite podcast provider i am Ndwati karanja until next time